Well, look, I mean, um, you know, Tesla, of course, has become the industry standard, if you will, in terms of electric vehicles. Um, you know, they are are the leader far and away. Um, and to be quite frank, they have been at this for a longer time than some of the others. So um, you, you've got that. But that also gave them the ability to, um, you know, make price cuts. Some of the others will be able to follow. Some are not going to be able to follow. Right. Because they just don't, um, you know, have the financials that was supported. And so we've seen uh, Ford, for example, um, make some price cuts to to keep up with Tesla. Um, we've seen others like Cadillac who basically have said, hey, we're not going to do that. Right. Um, so you have this uh, scenario where some are cutting the prices, some are not cutting the prices. Ultimately, it's going to, you know, this movement is going to improve affordability, um, but it's going to take some time for it to do that, right? Um, I think the other thing that we're also seeing is that uh, people are looking at models that are um, going to be a little bit less expensive than some of the models that are already out there. And uh, so that's also going to, to help with affordability, but it's going to take a little bit of time before it comes into the range where you know, um, it's it's just like another car. We're talking with Marbu Brown. And now Marbu is the author of the book Blueprint for Customer Obsession. And he has a lot of experience in the world of Fortune 500 customer experiences. And I bring that up because my follow-up in regards to the EVs is when we have the prices coming down, obviously that's better for the customer. Or is it? Explain that a little bit. Well, look, I mean, um, the way, the way Tesla went about its, uh, price cut, um, some of the customers maybe weren't all that happy because, you know, they, they kind of did some price cuts in rapid succession. And so some people felt, Hey, you know, I, I missed that last price cut. I could have saved myself a lot of money right now. Um, you know, when I think in terms of customer obsession, like I talk about in Blueprint for Customer Obsession, there's a way that uh, Tesla could have done this that that might have made it a little bit more uh, palatable for their for their customers and also um, continued to bolster their loyalty among their customers, right? Um, I'm sure you've probably seen some of the commercials where AT&T says, um, old customers get the best deal, new customers get the best deal, everybody gets the best deal, right? Yeah. And, and I think it took them a long time to recognize that, you know, they were always giving the best deal to new customers. And, um, you know, they weren't, they weren't demonstrating appreciation for their existing customers. And I think that companies always have to demonstrate appreciation for their existing customers. And that's one thing I think that got left out a little bit when uh, Tesla made this change. Marbu, let me ask you this. When you saw, when you hear and you've seen through history price cuts, obviously the consumer is saying, well, where are they going to get me? You know what I'm talking about. Do they mm-hmm. get the customer on the back end as far as other things pertaining to the vehicle? Well, I don't necessarily think that's the case here. I, I, I don't, I don't think that's what we're seeing. I, I think part of what we're seeing is a recognition 
that at this point, EVs are really for people who are in an elite class, right? And and um, for it to become something that is in the range for the average person, something's got to give, right? Look, if you take a look at, um, you know, technology adoption cycles, right? I mean, there was a time when flat screen TVs and big screen TVs were in a range that only, you know, the five percenters and the one percenters and those folks can afford, could afford. Now everybody can afford a flat screen TV, right? So, you know, um, and, you know, you, you, you start looking at smartphones, right? At first, they were in a range that only people in the 5% and the 1% and, you know, whatever could afford, but now everybody can afford a smartphone, right? So, you know, as you start looking at the technology adoption cycle, something similar is in the works um, for EVs. It's going to take some time to come to fruition, but but that's where it's going to go. Marbu Brown is with us again. He is the author of the book, Blueprint for Customer Obsession. We'll talk about that book in just a little bit. Also, he is a business news analyst and Fortune 500 customer experience. He really brings a lot to the table. I want to change gears a little bit, Marbu, and go to layoffs. We're seeing it in major companies from Google and Amazon on the way down. What does that tell the customer? And is there a ripple effect to the customer when we see these major companies with layoffs like this? Well, let me let me let me tell you something that I think sometimes people don't fully realize. When you look at a company like Amazon, you almost had competing types of announcements, right? If you go back a little bit further, you know, the August, September timeframe, there was an announcement of a massive buildup of, um, you know, of hiring for the holiday season, right? And then they talked about the layoffs. And the layoffs was really small. If you look at Amazon, um, you know, uh, Amazon resources worldwide, we're talking about 1%. If you look at Justin headquarters, you're talking about maybe like around 3%. But we're talking about a really small percentage of, of people being laid off. Let me tell you what's going on there. You know, they were not cutting the people who were actually going to affect their ability to deliver for customers, right? They were cutting in areas where they felt like, these areas are not being profitable. They were cutting in areas where, you know, um, you know, they felt like they had some fat that they could eliminate and still not affect how they serve their customers, right? And what I would say is that there's a group of companies out there, and what I talk about in the book, the companies that I call customer obsessed, they know how to do these sorts of things so that they can continue to deliver for their customers, even when there's disruptions in the economy, right? Now, there may be others who are doing layoffs, okay, where um, as you look at it, uh, they could be affecting their ability to to service customers. But the one last thing I'll say about that is think about the recent jobs report and think about what were the areas where the jobs, you know, um, were increased. And a lot of that had to do with servicing customers, right? So, I don't think the customers have to worry about that part just yet. There's some other things they have to worry about, like inflation and stuff like that and what things cost. But but I think that the layoffs um, are not going to be hurting them as much just yet. So servicing customers, I hear what you're saying there. But what about when a customer 
sees these layoffs, what does it do to change their perception of the company? And do they still go back to that company to purchase their goods? Well, look, um, you know, sometimes people don't don't realize it, but um, you know, if a if customers feel like companies are not treating their cust their employees right, it actually has an impact on them, right? So um, it, it has an impact on their willingness to shop in certain places and all those kinds of things. And uh, so these companies need to tell the story in a way that customers understand how they're actually doing these layoffs, right? Um, but but I will tell you this. Um, if you think about the companies that have been in the news about layoffs, it's big and powerful companies that have um, astronomical market capitalizations, all of those kinds of things. I don't think this is hurting their perception with customers too much, right? Um, I think, again, like I said, look, um, you take a company like Costco, for example. In the midst of all the disruptions that are going on, Costco has found a way um, to kind of keep their prices from getting out of sight right? There's companies who have been able to do that in the midst of all of the disruptions. Customers really appreciate, you know, those kinds of things, right? So again, forgive me, I don't want to be like a, a, you know, broken record or something, but bottom line is there's companies out there, customer obsessed companies, they get this right. Some of the other folks, maybe not so much, right? (laughs) Yeah. Marvu Brown is with us. And again, we appreciate him spending time with us. You heard him. You heard me talk about his book, Blueprint for Customer Obsession. He brings a wealth of experience. He's a double master's major, man. He knows what he's talking about. So with that said, Marbu, talk a little bit about the Blueprint for Customer Obsession, this book. What's inside the book? What can we expect? Well, you know, Ray, I, I've, I've had the privilege of, of working at uh, – Companies like um, Cisco Systems, Microsoft, Amazon.com, J.P. Morgan, Chase. I, I've led customer experience teams over there, and you know I took some of the best lessons that that I have learned over the years and put them into Blueprint for Customer Obsession. And the thing that I really wanted to do for people was to help them to understand: look, there's cus- companies out there that are customer centric. There are companies out there that are customer focused. But there's another level. There's another gear. And there's companies out there that are customer obsessed. And what I want to do was to help people to understand the distinction between these companies and how those that are in the customer obsessed category are, are really doing awesome things for their customers, but they're also exceptionally great businesses, right? And so that's what I try to do in a Blueprint for Customer Obsession. And I think that, you know, it's a great book for people to read, whether they are business people or even if they're consumers, right? I think that they will understand even how to pick the companies where they want to shop because these companies are going to kick it to another level to do something special for them when they're shopping there.